Praise the Lord. Well, I want to encourage our victory in the Lord tonight. Title, Lift Up the Head. Let's read Psalm 110. Just a few verses in this psalm. If you want to put some strength in your soul, this is a good psalm to memorize. Only seven verses, but it'll put iron into your spirit. It's nice to have this psalm at your spiritual fingertips when you need it. The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit thou at my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool. The Lord shall send the rod of thy strength out of Zion. Rule thou in the midst of thine enemies. Thy people shall be willing in the day of thy power, in the beauties of holiness from the womb of the morning. Thou hast the dew of thy youth. The Lord has sworn and will not repent. He's speaking to his son. Jehovah's speaking to his son, Jesus. Thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. The Lord at thy right hand shall strike through kings in the day of his wrath. He shall judge among the heathen. He shall fill the places with the dead bodies. He shall wound the heads over many countries, including Canada. He shall drink of the brook in the way. Therefore shall he lift up the head. He shall drink of the brook in the way. Therefore shall he lift up the head. Point number one, don't forget where you are seated. How privileged we are tonight to be able to hear the conversation of the Father and the Son. Jehovah said to Jesus, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. Jehovah said to his son, I'm going to set the rod of your strength out of Zion. Rule in the midst of your enemies. How easily at times we are, as the Apostle Paul said to the believers in Thessalonica, so soon shaken in mind or troubled by a spirit, Paul said, a demonic spirit, a messenger of Satan, a spirit of fear. How soon, Paul said, we can be so easily shaken in mind or troubled by a spirit or by a word. Isn't it amazing how somebody can drop a word on you and it just takes the wind out of your sails? It can break your bones. One word. Or he said, or by... A letter, a report, a report, maybe from the medical field, maybe from a lawyer. How soon, Paul said, we can be so easily shaken by these things. But we must be sober and be alert. Let's keep our spiritual wits about us in this day and in this hour. And let's be like the Lord. Let's rule in the midst of our enemies. Let's not forget where we're seated. Ephesians 2, 4 to 6. But God, who is rich in mercy, because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved and raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Don't forget where you are seated. We're seated with Christ in heavenly places in a spiritual realm. 
beyond this temporal realm and that which afflicts men and women of this life. Romans 5.17, For if by one man's offense death reigned through the one, much more those who receive abundance of grace, those who receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one Jesus Christ. They will reign as kings in life through Jesus Christ. And Revelation 1, 5 to 6, to him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood and has made us kings and priests to God, to his God and Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen made us kings and priests. The Lord wants us to rule and reign in life. The scripture says rule in the midst of your enemies. Say, well, I can only rule when I have no enemies. Soon as stress or trial or affliction or things start to pile on up me, pile up on me, I, my feelings and my thoughts go astray and I begin to fall. Well, let's come up higher tonight. Jesus said, follow me. He said, I'm your example, follow me. He's ruling right now in the midst of his enemies. He's waiting till all his enemies be made his footstool. He's seated at the right hand of the Father. And the Bible says we're seated with Christ in heavenly places. Psalm 23, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Not in the absence of my enemies. Enemies all around, but the Lord has prepared a table in the presence of our enemies, and we can feed at his table, and we're lifted up. We can rule and reign in life by one Jesus Christ. Psalm 110, verse 2, The Lord shall send the rod of thy strength. Jehovah will send the rod of Christ's strength out of Zion. Rule thou in the midst of thine enemies. The key to our victory is this verse. The rod of Christ's strength. The rod of Christ's strength. What is the rod of Christ's strength? It's the power of the gospel covenant. It's the gospel that is filled with the promises of God. Lord, send the rod of your strength, the power of your gospel, the power of your promises, so I can rule in the midst of my enemies. Our victory is always in line with the promises of God. Nothing less, nothing else. If we're going to walk in victory every day and every moment of the day, it will be because we are aligned with the promise of God in our spirit and we take hold of the promise of the Lord. Hebrews 2 and 1. Therefore we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should... Lest at any time... We should let them slip. Take heed to the promises. Take heed to the words of God. Lest at any time you should let them slip. See, it doesn't matter how steadfast we were in days gone by. Lest at any time. I have to be just as vigilant in the moment. As vigilant today and tomorrow as I've been in the past in my life. Lest at any time, the Bible says, you should let them slip. Don't let them slip in the day. Don't let them get away in the day. Hold on to the promises of God. 
hold on to the promises of God. Our victory is always in line with the promises of the Lord that are alive and we're steadfast with in our hearts. A couple weeks ago or less, I thought about the words of Smith Wigglesworth, the famed, renowned healing evangelist of a century ago. Someone said to him one day, how are you doing, Mr. Smith? He replied, I don't ask Mr. Smith how he's doing. I tell Mr. Smith how he's doing. Well, a week or so ago, I was driving to the office at 7.30 in the morning and it didn't have as bright a start as I wanted. You know, contrary to popular belief, I don't miraculously suspend my trousers at the end of the bed and jump into them in the morning. I'm just like you, I pull them on one pant leg at a time. I thought to myself, how am I feeling this morning? Not as bright as I want, a little sluggish, and then I remembered the words of Smith Wigglesworth, so I thought I better tell myself how I'm doing. So I said to myself, you are the righteousness of God in Christ, Mr. Ron Steinbrenner. And you are filled with the promises of God, Mr. Ron Steinbrenner. And you are anointed by the Holy Spirit, Mr. Ron Steinbrenner. And you have the power of God at your disposal today, Mr. Ron Steinbrenner. And you have an endless song of praise in your heart, Mr. Ron Steinbrenner. And in a minute or so, I was back up in heavenly places, ruling in the midst of my enemies. Ruling in the midst of my enemies. Bible says in verse 3 of Psalm 110, Thy people shall be willing in the day of thy power. Isn't every day a day of his power? To those who receive it? No, in a general sense, the day of his power is the entire new covenant day. It's the day of his power. But every day to us can be a day of God's power as well if we'll rise up in the promise of God. If we're willing, thy people shall be willing in the day of thy power in the beauties of holiness. From the womb of the morning, Lord, you have the dew of your youth. A willing people coming up like an army every day upon the land. And the Bible says we come out of the womb of the morning. Every morning is a womb of new life. The mercies of the Lord are new every day. From the rising of the sun unto the going down of the same, the Lord's name is to be praised. A people that are like the dew. Lord, you have the dew of your youth. Your people are youthful. Your people are alive. Your people will refresh a weary world. The dew comes down. It forms in the night, doesn't it? And in the morning, there it is upon the earth, glistening and glorious and dazzling in beauty. God says, that's how I want my people to be. I want them to rise up and refresh the earth. They are clothed in glistening garments of holiness. And they have the dew of youth upon their lives. The world doesn't need another dreary soul. The world doesn't need another weary soul in the morning. It needs men and women that are going to come as the dew of God upon the earth and bring refreshing and life and blessing. Don't forget where you are seated. Don't forget where you are seated. 
My, we can be so overcome by our feelings, can't we? By the agitation of the moment. But the Bible says we're seated with Christ in heavenly places. Rule in the midst of your enemies. Rule in the midst of your enemies. Ashes may be, but the Holy Spirit is here. Shaken by a word or by a letter. But the Holy Spirit says rule in the midst of your enemies. Let's come higher in the Lord and walk with him every day. Number two, you have an incredible high priest. And he's not going away. He's forever. Psalm 110.4, the Lord has sworn and will not repent. Jehovah, the Father has sworn and will not repent. You are a priest. Christ, you are a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. The Lord has his own high priest, and his name is Melchizedek. Israel had a priest in Old Covenant days, Aaron, and then the firstborn sons as it went down through the family line. But even Aaron answered to somebody higher. God's priest, Melchizedek, there from the beginning to the end. Jesus Christ, our Lord, his name is Melchizedek. The Lord has sworn to him, will not repent. You are a priest forever. You're a priest forever, a mediator, one who offers sacrifice for sins. Our salvation is of so great and solemn a matter that the God of heaven swore in covenant oath in perpetuity to ensure our salvation our gospel, our eternal salvation with him. Hebrews 7, 1-2, For this Melchizedek, king of Salem, priest of the Most High God, who met Abraham, even Abraham answered to this great high priest, the Son of God, who met Abraham returning from the slaughter of the kings and blessed him, to whom also Abraham gave a tenth part of all, First being translated king of righteousness and then also king of Salem, meaning king of peace. Melchizedek, king of righteousness and king of peace. That's our Lord. Our sins are forgiven. Our iniquities are remembered against us no more forever. First John 1 John 1.9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Their sins and their iniquities will I remember no more. A high priest forever after the order of Melchizedek, the power of an endless life. And Jesus Christ has forever removed our sins and brought us into right standing before God. And how thankful we are. Hebrews 2, 17 to 18, Therefore, in all things he had to be made like his brethren, that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God, to make propitiation, the atoning sacrifice for the sins of the people. For in that he himself has suffered, being tempted, he is able to aid those who are tempted. He not only forgave our sins, <clears throat> he walked in this world. He walked where we walk. He was tempted like we are, yet without sin. He's able to come to our aid. He himself has suffered being tempted. 
He knows the pressures of this life. He knows the agitation, the circumstances, the attack that can come against us. The Bible says he was tempted, and he's able to aid those who are tempted. Hebrews 4.14, seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are yet without sin. Tempted but without sin. Tempted but not sinning. Enduring the trial, enduring the temptation, but holding on to the confession of faith, holding on to the promises of God, speaking the word of God in times of trial and heaviness and darkness. He was in all points tempted as we are yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly, come with confidence to the throne of grace. You'll never be turned away, that you may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Say, well, I just can't help myself. I just lose it and fall apart. The Bible says, come boldly. Times when we're tempted and tried. Jesus has been there. He knows what we're going through. He's there to sympathize with us. He's there to give us aid. He's there to help us if we will call on him. He says, come boldly to the throne of grace. Get into the prayer room. Get into prayer. Begin to seek the Lord and find grace to help in time of need. Find his sustaining power. We must spurn our own strength, which is our weakness, and take hold of the strength of the Lord. David said, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. What a great high priest we have, Jesus, the Son of God a priest forever. Our sins and iniquities have been forgiven. Our transgressions erased and washed away. And he is there to aid us in every trial, every situation, every temptation, every agitation. He's there as our great high priest to strengthen us and lift us up. Number three, stop and drink of the brook in the way. Stop and drink of the brook in the way. Psalm 110, 7. It says, he shall drink of the brook in the way. Therefore shall he lift up the head. Jesus had to drink of the brook as he made his way through this life. Therefore he could keep his head up, keep his head held high, doing the will of God walking in obedience, overcoming temptation and trial, ruling in the midst of his enemies. Jesus drank of the brook in this pilgrim world. Therefore, he shall lift up the head. Isaiah 12, 3 to 6, Therefore, with joy, you will draw water from the wells of salvation. And in that day, you will say, Praise the Lord, call upon his name, declare his deeds among the peoples, make mention that his name is exalted. Sing to the Lord, for he has done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. Cry out and shout, O inhabitant of Zion, for great is the Holy One of Israel in your midst. 
drawing water from the wells of salvation, learning to praise the Lord in the trial, taking time to draw aside to begin to worship the Lord. He shall drink of the brook. And as we drink of the brook, our head is lifted up. It's so beautiful that it's as we make our way through this pilgrimage, this sometimes unfriendly and hostile world, it's, it's as we're making our way to heaven that there's a brook running alongside and anytime we need to, we can just step off the pilgrim road and go and take some crystal clear waters, the living waters of God, and drink and be refreshed. With joy, draw water out of the wells of salvation. With joy, drink of the brook. Take time during the day. If you feel dry and you feel weary, just take two minutes and go into the presence of God. Lift your hands and begin to worship and rejoice in the Lord. He shall drink of the brook, therefore shall he lift up the head. Psalm 110, verses 5 to 7. Worship team, come, please. The Lord at thy right hand shall strike through kings in the day of his wrath. He shall judge among the heathen. He shall fill the places with the dead bodies. He shall wound the heads over many countries. The Lord will fight for you. The Lord will strike through kings. He will judge among the people. He will wound the heads over many countries. The Lord will fight for us. The Lord will strike through kings for us. The Lord will wound the heads over many countries, principalities, and powers. I like the way the head was taken off one of the principalities and powers in the nation south of us this week. The Lord will wound the head over many countries. And the greatest head of all in that sense is the head of the serpent, Satan, and his head will fall. And the Lord's people will have victory. Let's learn to drink of the brook. Let's learn to walk with God every day, every moment of the day. Don't ask yourself how you're doing. Tell yourself how you're doing. You're seated with Christ in heavenly places. You have a great and merciful high priest, Jesus, the Son of God, who abides a priest continually. If his priest could be somehow revoked, all our hopes would fall. But the Father made an oath in eternal covenant that Jesus Christ would be our high priest forever. Our salvation is secure. Our life in the Lord is secure. So let's reign in the midst of our enemies. Let's lift up our head as we drink of the brook. Psalm 3, David said, Lord, how are they increased that trouble me? Maybe that's how you feel tonight. David said, Lord, how the increase of pressure and circumstances. Lord, how are they increased that trouble me? Many, David said, many there be that say of my soul, there is no help for him in God. David said, but thou, O Lord, art a shield for me. My glory and the lifter up of my head.
Thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory, and the lifter up of my head. Let's stand together tonight as we close out. Jesus. Jesus, we love you, Lord. So thankful for your word and your presence. Send the rod of your strength out of Zion. Take hold of the promises of God. We take hold of the covenant of the gospel that we, Lord, might rule and reign in life in the midst of our enemies all about us, Lord. Be strong, Lord, out of the womb of the morning, Father God, that we would come with the freshness of heaven, that as we sleep at night, the dew would form upon our souls, and in the morning we would have a word to speak to those who are weary. We would go out and bring refreshing on a world that's in such desperate need of your life and your strength and your love and your power. So, Lord, we thank you tonight. I pray, Father God, right now, Lord, if there's anyone in specific tonight, Lord, dealing with a report or a spirit or a word that's come against them, Father God, that tonight, Lord, they would not be soon shaken. They would be firm in you. And, Lord, they would take hold of the word of God and take hold of the message of the Holy Spirit, take hold of the power of God and rule and reign in life in the midst of their enemies by one Jesus Christ, our Lord. And so we thank you. So we thank you. The altars are always open if you would like prayer or would like to seek the Lord. Let's close out our hearts in surrender tonight. Thank God for the great words of Psalm 110. Live in them. Let them live in you for the glory of the Lord.